you fucking bush leaguers and welcome back this is episode number 74 we've officially hit have more hits than barry bonds that have gone over the fence exactly maybe not over the fence but number 74 what's up boski dh ah! i'm in a good mood dog <laughs> <laughs> what did, what just happened what just happened a baseball went through Corey seager's glove to end the game in All the, you Dodger fans know what we're talking about. In the NLCS, yes. Uh, I'm a little giddy because it's kind of hilarious to me for obvious Eat. reasons. Shout out, little Rube. What, what up, Rube? What up, dog? We're here to roast you even though you're not here still. <laughs> yeah, so uh, NLCS game was n- game two. Just happened. Just happened. Just happened right now. Braves are up 2-0. and oh. Braves are up two games to none. Yeah. On their way to the World Series. I don't want to jinx it just yet. I may have, but <laughs> oh, nonetheless, shit. whatever. Braves <laughs> are on their way. Yeah, well, let's go around the horn, dog. We got, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. I'm just We're just throwing it down. It's just me and you, Boski. Yes. So I'm just throwing it down a second. Ooh. We're not going around the horn. I'm just throwing it down to you. I'm so uh, I got my uh, tequila with some lime in my glass. Very nice. It, lo- it looks like water. It does look like water, but yeah. I, assure you, I assure you it's just a lot of tequila. Very nice. Yep. The Terramana to be specific. I got to get a picture of that water there. Here we go. Let me see. Bam. Perfect. Might put that on the IG. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, I'm drinking uh, some shit that... All right. So this wine, it's really strong. It it will knock you out. Mm -hmm. It uh, bought it at Trader Joe's. So shout shout out Trader Joe's if you like organic shit. But is this... Would this be considered organic wine? I don't know. I didn't look at the label. It's poor... It's... Porto Morgado Ruby Port Wine or some shit like that. It's like seven bucks. It's cheap. It'll fuck you up. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's like a red wine made with brandy. It's pretty good. Porto Hangoveró, for N- sure. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Tom Poco. I don't know, man. Tom Poco, man. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into it, how was your week, Boski? Uh, it's been a very interesting week. Yeah, for me. Um, I did predict the Boston Red Sox first reference of the day. There it uh, is. <laughs> there it is. To make it to the ALCS preseason. And there they are. And here they are. And there they are. Many people did not expect them to be there. No. But they they did. Uh, I heard Kike say that they expected themselves to do well. Who? <laughs> the graduate. <laughs> the valedictorian. The big old dictorian. The big old dictorian. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your guy, man. Putting uh, the team on his he's back. Not, he's not my guy. I have stated before, and I will state this again. He literally has to hit the game-winning hit or the game or walk-off in the World Series to win the World well, Series. Well, he's getting prepared for that because he he did that for the NLDS. <laughs> sent did. them to the ALCS. He did. He hit the walk-off sacrifice fly. There you go. So he's just getting ready for it. But I'm assuming you spent the week just watching the Red Sox. Of, of course. As and much I'm, as you could. Uh, paid attention to all other games. And you had something going down on this weekend, didn't you? I did. <laughs> it, 
Are you talking about the surprise thing? Do you care? Do you care to go into it? Yeah, tell us a little bit about this little surprise. So the family, shout out to my sisters and my mom and my aunts and shit. Uh, they threw us a little little surprise uh, baby sprinkle. Cute, little tiny baby sprinkle. Little baby sprinkle is, you know, they just they were they rolled up to the house and were like, yo, you're having a baby. It's shower going now. down, Boski. Okay, <laughs> get dressed, put your pants on. And help us decorate. For real. And uh, yeah, they hooked it up, man. Uh, it was fun. It was necessary family time for sure. Uh, all, all my sisters were there. So it was, up. it was really nice. Shout out to the fam. Very shout, nice. Shout out to the fam. Yeah. All right. How was your week, man? Uh, it was good. Uh, my wife, uh, my daughter is actually in Florida right now. Oh, dope. She's at Disney World. Damn. Yeah. Living the life. To the fullest? <laughs> to the fullest. Yeah, she's missing some school to go to Disney World. Long story short, they had this planned last year, but of course COVID hit and they had to cancel the shit. And so now they uh, they are there. They had to use uh, their credits uh, before time expired. And they're in Florida, living it up, uh, having a good time. Uh, I had to coach softball without her there, but it was cool. You know, still got to hold it down. How, how is it coaching a, a bunch of little eight-year-old girls? Eight, nine-year-olds? Eight, eight nine? Uh eight, yeah, eight you, eight you. Well, they listen to you, that's for sure. Well, they're gonna have to. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're cut, great no, cut. <laughs> nothing like a real loud voice to get them to listen to, that's for sure. But it's cool. I, I mean, I dig it, man. You know, I, I my daughter's just getting into, you know, being the catcher full time, and seems like she's gonna do pretty well uh, going forward. So as long as she's into it, I'm into it. That's what it's that's all about. That's what's up, man. And you know, you for you. Uh, playing catcher in the sunday leagues you were the catcher yes sir man. yes sir i mean uh, we've all talked about it like you can't throw anymore no for, but i can sure show her how to get down and block a ball that's exactly. for sure that, that that's the most important thing well one of the most important things is uh to be able to control the running game blocking the ball being able to throw guys out yep or girls in her case you know uh that's that's how the catcher pays their you bills you gotta tell you hey it's time to go head hunting <laughs> throw them out that's what you know yep. grow, growing up that's what i call that's them. how the catchers make their money man oh, you yeah. know you got to have a strong arm back there you got to be a wall you got to be fearless and um that's that's how you get and, paid and that that leadership it will it emerges yes sir it'll, it'll emerge indeed. but but that's about it speaking of getting paid this episode has been brought to you by giorgio's game used g-strings made <laughs> from the best strippers in the country now you can own a small piece of adult memorabilia by purchasing authentic game-used G-strings used by your favorite performers in their best performances. Makes an excellent Christmas gift and a unique face mask. Order your game-used <laughs> G-string from Giorgio today. <laughs> Shout out. What up, Giorgio? Hey, what up, Giorgio? How do you get in that business anyway? Like, uh, like does he wait outside like the dressing room? I mean, you probably can't do that, but like outside the, the, the strip I club? I... I <sighs> He probably created hey, this miss, business. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Hey, uh, you got any underwear in that bag? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna use those any <laughs> later on? Let me let me get them for you for five bucks. Let me just get five he bucks walks, each. He, he walks, he's like, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, my name is Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> let me get in them panties. No, for real. I just me, need to sell no, them. I just let me get them panties. I, I got just, five kids. I, I got to make some money. I just need them panties. I just need them panties. Not for me. I just got to sell them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying I just got to sell them. Do you, do you think the um, fragrance? Of said panties is important. Hey man, you know you got to leave them in its original state. So I would say oh, so. Like that's that's the authenticity man. of it. <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that. We I haven't made to. any purchases from Giorgio. Uh, don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Open the drawer, <laughs> Boski. <laughs> Just there take a big go. old. Anyway, <laughs> so we're back. Whip. Episode seventy-four. Fact checks from last episode. 
Hanley Ramirez and David Ortiz both mm. had six consecutive hits in the postseason. Mm, the I record before Kike broke it. Uh, the graduate. <laughs> the graduate. Uh, another fact check. Uh, Wander Franco. We were talking about him last time. He's not going to be a rookie next year. He has exceeded rookie limits. Yeah, this was his. Uh, th- th- this was his rookie. This year, was right? his yeah. rookie year. Yeah, I, I want to say Daniel uh, mentioned that he's still a rookie next year. But 130 at bats in a season will take your rookie status away. Mm. Like the first time getting penetrated, give up your virginity Oof. card. <laughs> Wow. So, so there's that. Fact check, Ty France, uh, his minor league numbers were off the charts. Ooh. We were talking about him and uh, you know his uh, minor league numbers. In 2019, I was mentioning that he had pretty close to 30 homers and hit almost 400. Though On the spot fact check, he batted 399 in 76 games in 2019 with 27 home runs. In a season. Damn. In in El- 76 games. Where do you play at? El Paso? El Paso, and then I think he went to Tacoma as well. SD- he got traded. SDP, wherever SDP is. Uh, oh, Padres. Oh, maybe he didn't get traded that year. It was in 2020. But in 2019, yeah. Read those numbers, Boski. 2019 for El Paso. Damn, he did play. He played in 2019 with the Padres, dude. Yeah, he got called up in 2019. Yeah. But those minor league numbers in 76 games. 27 jacks, 89 ribbies, uh, 399 flirting with 400 damn. How many games did he play? He was like, just like, the tip was already there, dude. <laughs> Fuck. He played in 76 games. There it is. Wow. Now, imagine if he played a full season, you just kind of estimate double those numbers that's si- that's simple math that I've, I'm, I'm incapable that's of like doing 54 at the home runs 170 something rbis Jesus and a 399 Christ. batting average in a full season in triple a 89 rbis that's out of control so yeah watch out for that guy Ty friends that's not gonna carry over into the major <laughs> all right bro all right <laughs> um this episode really we're just gonna talk a lot about you know the postseason uh, and what's kind of happened recently. There's a few topics that have happened outside of playoff baseball. You want to get into those real quick? And we then can. We'll just, yeah, let's get into those real quick. Mike Schilt getting fired. Mike, Mike Schilt got fired. Uh, kind of sucks. Like, that's surprising to me. Yeah, surprising. Um, they did state that it was over philo- philosophical indifferences or whatever. Philosophical differences? differences. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't really know what that entails. Well, it, It'd be nice if they just... Dove into that a little bit more, but I would imagine maybe it's kind of like an old school, new new school train of thought. Yeah, Mike Schilt, the uh, manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, he was the manager for a few seasons. Actually, he took over for Mike Matheny when uh, he was fired mid season, and he did pretty well for him, you know. But I guess when it comes to having to run your team or manage. You know, by the numbers, yeah. manage the bullpen, manage the lineup. You know, he wanted it done the way a manager should do it right. on his own terms, probably. Yep. And, you know, it sucks when you get uh, upper management, you get the front office involved in those types of decision makings, and you're going to have some kind of beef. Of course. Some because, kind of turmoil. Because the the nerds up, up in the office, they don't see what goes down on the field. No. They're not going to see all that. And... You know the manager is going to see everything firsthand. Like they're going to see, oh, this guy, this player just made an adjustment to this or that or whatever. And so, 
they're, they're down there. They're down in the trenches with the guys, you know, with the guys that are making you that money. So this um, came from Mark Polishuk on MLBTradeRumors.com. Polishuk? That um, according to the Athletics' Katie Wu, tensions began to grow between Mosellock and Schilt. John Mosellock being the uh, president of baseball operations. Mosellock. There were tensions between the two around midseason when the Cardinals were still hanging around the NL Central, but kind of staying around 500. And other factors contributing to the rift may have included the Cardinals' lack of major moves at the trade deadline, the front office's desire to incorporate more analytics into the day-to-day operations, and growing controversy between Schilt and his coaching staff over his leadership tactics and communication. So, of course, Mike Schilt is going to say that's not true. He's going to release a statement tomorrow, being Monday. So I guess we'll find out more from his perspective. Ooh, he strikes me as the kind of guy that he's just going to tell it like it is. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Like, what if he forever puts a stain, an ugly stain, on the St. Louis Cardinals franchise? I don't know, man. Like they did this shit to me. This is what happened. Blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that that'd be crazy. That'd be interesting to see exactly exactly what he says. So I'm gonna be. Uh, I don't work tomorrow, so I'll be looking out for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be on pins and needles about this one. I'm going to be on pins and needles about a lot of things. So uh, Mike Matheny was fired in midseason 2018, um, mainly, and, and this is from a Sports, Ar- uh, Sports Illustrated article, mainly due to poor on-field decisions, clubhouse issues, and uh, other things led to his firing. So... It's come. It sounds like it's a little bit more of the same right. with the the other Mike. It, it seems <laughs> it seems like Mike Matheny was a bit of a grouch. Yeah, As, especially like when the camera would pan over to him, he was always just like, Meh. yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. me. Like if I managed a team, I'd be pissed off all the damn time. Yeah, he just had that you know RBF, <laughs> resting bitch face. Yeah, and, and but at the same time, as a manager, I feel like you always kind of have or to have that look. RBF, Ralph Boski face. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That, that's the new one right there. And if you know yeah. Ralph, yeah. you know Boski. If you know Ralph, you know, know Boski. You know sure. what we're talking about. Yeah. But anyway, it's um, it's interesting to me because the Cardinals are a good team. Not that they didn't make any moves. I mean, they obviously signed Nolan Arenado at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. They have they have goalie. They uh, yep. They got Gold Goldschmidt in there in that lineup at first, and then I mean John Lester. I don't know exactly you know, what all, his numbers look this year. But. Uh, they also picked up uh, Jay Happ. I mean, they they made it. Uh, like a handful of moves. Yeah, it's not, I mean it's not like they weren't trying. Uh, they won the freaking what was it? 17 games in a row? Something like that, yeah. Uh, to end the season or at least getting close to finish the season. Let's they had, see uh John Lester, he uh he 4-1 record with a 4.36 ERA with St. Louis, 66 innings. Uh let's see here. Did they get did they trade for him mm-hmm. in midseason? Yes. Where did they get him from? I forgot. Uh, Lester was with Washington. Oh, that's right. With the Washington Nationals. Okay. And uh, they also picked up uh, Jay Happ. He was with uh, Minnesota. So he uh, pitched 54 innings, so roughly the same. Five and two record uh, with four four ERA. So, you know, it seems like that's the traditional thing now. A four ERA is uh, just kind of normal. Right. I mean, for pitchers now. And there's. Especially for older age, older age lefties. There's still some reports out there by Mr. Mark Polishuk that says Mike Schilt expected to be interviewed by the San Diego Padres. 
they probably are going to investigate a little bit as to why he was let go. Yeah. Seems like a stand-up dude. Um, and yeah, I mean, there was, I heard something too about Snitker of the Braves. Brian Snitker of the Braves almost didn't take the job full time because of uh, disagreements with upper management as well. That yeah. he he told somebody in the clubhouse, uh, like, pack my stuff. I'm not working for this guy. And mm-hmm. not too long later, the upper management guy was fired. I'll look into it. Or he was let go, at least. I, this was around the time that the Braves had some kind of, like, I don't know if it was a scandal, if you can call it a scandal, mm-hmm. with their front office. But something was happening in their front office, and, and eventually that guy was let go. And Snicker stayed with the team. Okay. So well, there you go, and it seems like uh, uh, they're all a bunch of old school guys, man. I, I like that shit. You see it everywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, your boss, you're never gonna ar- agree with your boss 100 percent of the time. Never, of course, never. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, it, DH, if you were to have employees or not, I'm sure they at some point they wouldn't disagree with you. No, but you know what? The the or key they wouldn't. Yeah, the they wouldn't agree good, with you at some point. Yeah. Key to great management is that no matter what you agree or disagree on, that you're mm-hmm. still aligned with the same goal you're adapting of winning yeah you right gotta, you gotta adapt to the common goal so so for you sales for them winning so for mike schilt i mean seems like he's a good manager and he probably won't be out of a job for very long so i guess we'll see where it goes mm-hmm. um how about next thing boski minor leaguers getting housing from it, mlb it's about goddamn. just came time. out today it's about damn time as Max Scherzer stares at me. Look at his eyes from the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, we are watching the post-game interviews right yeah, now. Yeah, well, we're not listening to him. But uh, uh, for those that don't know, there's a big-ass TV in front of my face, and <laughs> Max Scherzer's big blue and brown eyes stared at me. It's rather <laughs> interesting. Um, but uh, as far as minor leaguers having their own housing, it's about time, man. Um I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to put all these dudes in the same, like, complex or, like, an apartment complex? Are they going to build, uh, you know, next to their stadiums? I'm Building next to the stadium is a little, it's a little much. They could just rent, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's about time. It's about time. Like th- These guys need their own space. Being all, yeah, being all crammed up, like, in the kitchen. Like, there's a dude sleeping on the counter. Dude sleeping on the floor. Another dude in the bathroom asleep on the toilet seat because he just took mm-hmm. a dump drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> yep. We've all been there. Of course. But, uh, I mean, it's about time, man. It's, I, I don't really know what else to say. Uh, we only really saw this today, you know, a couple hours before we started recording. Well, I mean, if you think about it, according to a report on ballparkdigest.com, the cost to each team will be around $1 million per season. But that could vary according to market. And, of course, some of the most expensive markets in the country are going to have housing. It costs considerably more. San Francisco. Well, you know, the, the, the teams, like that. teams in the California League. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I would imagine East Coast teams as well. Uh, Texas League. What, whatever teams are in the Texas League. Um, mm-hmm. Same. Like They'll probably be a little cheaper. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in California these days wants to move to, Cal- to Texas. Yep. This was first reported by Jeff Passan, but it just says Major League Baseball is going to pick up housing costs for minor league baseball rosters. I don't know if Major League Baseball is going to actually put them in places, but maybe have their teams be in charge of locating them and and then, you know, mm-hmm. obviously sending the bill over to the parent club. Yeah. So Well, it, I mean, it would be good too for for teams to to monitor these guys. Like they got to be monitored. Like they're youngsters with 
uh, youngsters with money that are away yeah, from home. Yeah, youngsters with money, especially like uh, the, the 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 foreign players. You yep. know, players from the, the the Dominican, Puerto Rico, and all that. Well, Puerto Rico's U.S. territory, yep. but you get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, there's you, you've seen reports come out earlier in the year about uh, minor leaguers just getting the short end of the stick uh, as far as their meals go, as far as costs, and and them wanting to just flat out drop out of baseball. Yeah, because it's just not worth it. You know, it's almost poverty like. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it, it kind of reminds me, like, did you ever watch Spartacus? Nope. You know, Spart- you should watch Spartacus. It's, but it's like only for you and the wife. So, okay. Yeah. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> no kids. No, put the kids to bed before you watch Spartacus. But uh, uh, um, it, I would imagine it's kind of like that. Like you just got like like this master trainer, and he's just training all these fucking young buck studs <laughs> and shit. But they're they don't they hardly feed them. Oh yeah, you know, and all that stuff, but but it makes them, in a way, like that's kind of like that's, yeah, in a way, it makes them a little tougher, like right. They came up through the trenches, type of thing. Yeah, so know? they got to work for it, like you, like you want out of this shit. Yeah, they work for it. Work your ass up yeah, for it. So, I mean, maybe that's like a philosophy that that major league teams were playing. Like, I wish I was more in that world. Yeah, you know, I wish a little, you know, a little more involvement or just associates that that were in that world and. It'd be nice to know, but you know, you know, I don't, that's just I don't a, have that privilege. Yeah, so. that's the, that's the way it goes, though. But I mean, hopefully, it's a big win for the minor league ball players. Yeah, it's a huge win. You know. Also, I hope that that like meal costs are covered in that sort of thing, because I mean, these guys—that's all they do all day. They're just playing baseball, getting getting better at baseball, and that entails a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're on a, if you're on a, a strict strength training program, you got to eat. You want to get stronger, you got to eat. You want to get faster, it's a lot of calories you got to burn. Well, especially, too, if you're going to be calling a lot of these guys up at the end of the season. Yes. You know, if you're on, they're on your 40-man roster. Yes, you you, you got to feed these fuckers, mm-hmm. you know? Because they're going to get a chance to play in the postseason maybe for you. Possibly. When it really counts. Yep. So <laughs> you got to be ready for that. So what do you think? Do, you, do, do they eat a lot of Popeyes or do they eat... Like, well, dude, like, I mean, come on. Now. I think for real, honestly, you're going to see a lot of those types of players. They're all young kids who are just going to probably hit up like, you know, Chick-fil-A or uh, Chipotle or something quick and easy. So, so so at your older age, now that you're a little more experienced in life, what would you do as a minor leaguer? Well, how would you go about feeding if yourself? I was, yeah, if I was with a minor like leaguer, on a budget, on a super budget, if I was like, if you had like a, if you had a hundred dollars a week to feed yourself, dude, I mean, you obviously you got to do the smart thing. You and, know what? A hundred dollars a week, like. I can feed myself pretty well. Yeah, you <laughs> got to do the smart thing and go get, you know, some fresh groceries and, you know, meal prep yourself, basically. Yeah, right. That's the smart thing to do. You got to get the nutritious stuff. And I'm sure a lot of these teams have nutritionists and they've got, you know, people that can tell them about, you know, what to eat, what not to eat. But ultimately, you know, when you're young and when you're athletic like that and you've got that type of uh, metabolism that yeah. you can just oh, yeah. eat what you want and, oh, yeah. you know, hit the field in, in like 20 minutes and not feel shit like that's that's what you do as Dude, a young ball player. Check this out. When I was in JUCO, yep. Shout out to the long Ju- time ago. Check out to shout out to those JUCO bandits. Was that out there. Uh, was that before or after Dave Roberts stolen base in two thousand four? Oh, that was right on par with oh. it. Actually, <laughs> seventeen years ago, the four scores seventeen years ago. That, they were they were talking I about was that in other junior college, <laughs> and I used to have to eat dirt. <laughs> Because my sandwich hit the floor, and I was too poor to buy another one. 
But if your sandwich hits the floor, you're eating dirt. Like, you just eat the dirt with the sandwich. You couldn't blow the dirt off the sandwich. <laughs> therefore, it added more protein Look, for man. my system. Look, man, I would go to my classes. I'd be done by about, like, 12 or 1 or so. We'd hit up, we'd hit up the old wiener schnitzel. I, I used to call it wiener snatch. <laughs> we'd go to the wiener snatch, and I would eat a chili cheese dog, mm-hmm. chili cheese burger. And the chili cheese fry. That's a lot of chili. And then, that's a lot of chili. And then, go to practice right after. And you feel like a million bucks. I feel like a million <laughs> fucking like you bucks. Just, you feel like you just filled up the tank. Dude, and then and my, you drive cross and country. Then, and then my red shirt ass, <laughs> I would just feel, feel fly. I'd be shagging fly balls all day. You know, getting mm. fast, getting studly, you know. Well, there you go. Getting buff off a wiener snatch. But see, like you were the age that a lot of those minor leaguers are right now. And that's the that's and that's what they're doing nowadays. Is they're getting that wiener snatch, (laughs) and they're filling themselves up with chili. Dude, I think I eat wiener snatch once a year just to like, I gotta scratch that little itch. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) just for you know memory. I gotta vlog that shit one day. (laughs) Nice. Well, anyway, yeah. So maybe a big win for the minor leaguers. Uh, Next step, yeah, maybe some you know meals provided that are of actual nutritious value. But uh, one step at a time. One step. One step at a time. So speaking of postseason, getting ready for postseason, we have gotten past the DS, the division round, since our last episode. Yes, it's been uh, a lot has happened since then as well. Yep. Um, first off, the American League DS, Boston Red Sox advance over the Houston Astros. No, shit. What am I talking the about? Rays, the Rays. The Rays. They're playing Astros right now. The Rays, Man. The, the Rays are at home watching the postseason on the couch, just like us, probably talking about it amongst themselves, like, kicking damn, themselves in the us. ass. Um. Yeah, dude, it's it, it, fun. Fun. Uh, shit. The, the series ended uh, for the Red Sox on Monday. Game four, Red Sox win six to five over the Rays, send them home, and they awaited the winner of the Astros White Sox, which was rained out on Monday. So they had to play on Tuesday, the twelfth. Astros. 10-1 Molly Wop over the Molly White Sox. Wop. I love it. I love it. And I will say this, though. I just want to point this out because I, I'm half smart all of a sudden. Uh, Red Sox in the ALCS pre- preseason prediction. Sure did call that. Uh, I Just short with the White Sox. The White yeah. Sox got eliminated. Yeah, so. White Sox was my pick for the American League to get to the World Series. They just didn't They didn't have enough pitching to shut down the Astros. I think they were not battle-tested all season. I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah, you could be right on that. Yeah. I think actually, yeah. now that you mentioned that, course. because it was it was a pretty it was a pretty easy walk to to the finish line for them, and they in, did, the, in the central. And and to add to that, they really didn't win that many games for the division that they're in. Mm. Well, they barely won like ninety three games or so. Yeah, ninety three games. The next closest team to them was the Indians with eighty wins. They were below five hundred. All the other teams in the Central were below 500 teams. So, yeah, exactly. So, a team that was is predicted to have been in the World Series barely won 93 games in a division with four teams under 500. That, yeah. To me, that says a lot. But they were one of the seven teams in the American League that had ninety at least 90 wins. I think I said six in one episode, but it was actually seven 
American League teams that won 90 games. So they were still at least one of the better teams in the mm-hmm. league. But, you know, you go head-to-head with a team like the Astros who won 95 games. An experienced and, team, a battle-tested and team. they do both have awesome lineups. Yes. Just the Astros are that much better. And you know what, though? Like, the Astros didn't really lose much this season, even with George Springer signing a contract with the Blue Jays. Correct. Like, they just replaced him with Kyle Tucker. Who's dope, and he bats like seventh or eighth. And he <laughs> bats from the left side, which yes. balances out the righty-heavy lineup of yeah. Bregman, Correa, Guriel, Altuve. Guriel batting champion. Guriel batting champ. Guriel batting seventh as the batting champion. And Guriel was awesome playing for Cuba in the mm-hmm. World Baseball Classic, and even just playing in Cuba's baseball league in general. Mm-hmm. Like, his numbers there were out of this world. Yeah. It was just a it was just a matter of time before he came to the major leagues, and when he came to play for the Astros, mm-hmm. like that's a game changer for him. You know, they don't got to worry about first base defense. Yeah. They don't got to worry about somebody who puts the ball in play. He doesn't strike out very much at yeah. all. So Gurriel came from playing hard nosed baseball. Like we don't us in the U.S. don't have the privilege of being able to watch Cuban baseball. Right, that shit would be fucking dope, dude. Yeah. I bet you Cuban baseball is probably a lot, 100% more exciting than Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think the fans definitely get into it, oh, yeah. or at least they used to get into it if yeah, they don't now. And imagine imagine the money the two countries can make together. Yeah. Just if, if if they decided to not be the way they are. <laughs> That's true. But we're not going to get into all that no. shit. <laughs> no, the Astros, nonetheless, they do have a, a black mark on, on their record, I guess, for their cheating scandal in 2017. Mm-hmm. But they came back this year, won 95 games. Yep. Played clean baseball, supposedly. Yep. I don't know. We'll see. And also, they're, they're two years in a row in the ALCS. Or five years in a row. Is it five years in a row? Five okay. years I in thought, a row in the ALCS. I, 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 I caught myself as I said it. I'm like, wait a minute. And, and you know, I, I want to say that they did gain some of my respect back this yes, this indeed. season or yeah. this series yeah. for, you know, being able to, you know, put a hurting on, their pitch, on that pitching staff for the yeah. White Sox. And... You know, they're a solid team. They're a solid team. And and you know what I like, man, is is, uh, I'm going to just say this. Carlos Correa, perfect villain. Mm. He's the perfect villain. So if you change your perspective a little bit and you look at this as a bit of a soap opera, it's a lot more interesting. You're like, oh, like like you clap, you put your hands together, you room, you're like, what's going to happen next? Yeah, this is going to be great. I want to say in one of the telecasts, one of the games, uh, they mentioned something about uh, what Dusty Baker said about mm-hmm. Carlos Correa and how he brings a certain element of like an attitude to that team. Yeah, it's a fuck and, you attitude. Yeah, every winning team has a player that that does that or that brings that to the table. Who's that guy on the Mariners? I mean, I guess in the future it could definitely be uh, Kalanick. Okay. Jared Kalanick's got a little bit of a fire. Uh, he shows it when he strikes out sometimes. He could be a little Bryce Harperish, mm-hmm. and I think that if his talent, uh, you know, pulls through and he's able to put up some solid numbers, then yeah, he could be that villainous type of guy. Okay. So, um, but yeah, Carlos Correa is that guy right now for the Astros. Uh, Lance McCullers is another one of those guys that kind of does that for the Astros too. And here they are. Here they are beating the White Sox. Um. Being the White Sox and it's great, man. <laughs> and it's it, it's it's good for them, good for the Astros. Like I said, they gained some of my respect back. Mm-hmm. But um, and it, I, as much 
probably contrary to popular belief. Yeah. I think it's good for baseball. I, th- I think it's good for I hate baseball. to see it. Yeah. I hate to see the Astros winning. I mean, I'd love to yep. see them lose, but yep. I guess it's it's good, you know, for watching baseball. Yep. And they advanced against uh, my Boston Red Sox. There's <laughs> <laughs> a rematch of the 2018 World uh ALCS. Yeah. Uh, 2018 World ALCS, uh, Red Sox and the Astros meeting now. They are 1-1 one, one right now in the one ALCS? 1-1, one one, which uh, easily could have been 2-0 advantage yeah. Sox, but it just makes it that much more interesting. But you know, Kike can't win all the games by himself. Who? Kike. <laughs> he, uh, he's the guy that sent you to the ALCS with that walk-off sack fly. Hey, man. I... On he, Monday. You know what, dude? Look, he should have hit it over the fence. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, like, if come you, on if, Bozky. If you get a sack fly, you might as well just hit it over the wall. Give the man some like, credit. There, there's a 40-foot wall in left field. Just Son hit it over that. that. Just hit it over that thing. It's really tall. Just hit it over that. All right, Kike. Kike, if you're listening <laughs> to this, just please use this as fuel to the fire and hit 700 <laughs> in the playoffs. 500 is not good enough. Hey, man. Uh, until he does what I said... <laughs> <laughs> I'll still want to punch him in the face. All right, all right, fair enough. But anyway, Red Sox advanced to the Rays. Was it really? A, was it really that close of a series? To me, once the Red Sox broke through against the Rays bullpen, yeah, that was it. I, I really think uh, so. From what I watched, which was every pitch, um, the Sox just wore out this pitching, the Rays pitching staff. They really did. Just, just about every baseball was hit hard, dude. Especially in Game One. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week. But in game one, they had at least nine, ten, or eleven hard hit balls right at mm-hmm. fielders. It's frustrating, yes, yeah. as you know, as a hitter. But uh, I mean, that that just goes to show like how good Ray's scouting department and yeah. you know where, where where they place all their fielders and all that their exactly. defensive positioning. Like shout out to all that shit, you know, because so. it, it's. It's insanely hard to predict where somebody's going to hit the damn ball. Exactly. I mean, you can play by the numbers and, you know, estimate, which they do a pretty good job of. But, yeah, you're right. You can't predict it all the time. But a couple notes um, from both of the American League series that I saw. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about in the last game of the Astros-White Sox series with Jose Abreu getting hit by a pitch off of uh, or by Kendall Graveman? I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I think he came high and tight. Or he's, uh, he got so, hit, right? Yeah, so in that at-bat, uh, Jose Abreu was getting pitched high and tight a couple times, mm-hmm. you know, up near the chin. La, uh, La Russa, they would show him in the dugout, and, you know, he's got that, you know, uh, Ralph Boski face. <laughs> the RBF. He's got that Ralph Boski face every time he <laughs> saw that. And so he... Uh, Shit is too funny. And man. then he finally, I think it was a, like a 3-2 count or something. It was a full count. Kendall Graven mm-hmm. finally, you know, hits him with a two-seamer. And, yeah, and here comes Tony Larusa chirping at at Dusty Baker, chirping at the other dugout, just you Ooh. know, being Tony Larusa, saying that it was on I, purpose. I, you know what I need in the future? I need Larusa and Baker in each other's faces, just Bro. just just going yeah. at it, yeah, at the top of their lungs, and the fans just going absolutely <laughs> fucking bonkers. Imagine that! Imagine that! Dude. Imagine the memes you could pull from that. <laughs> Which one is saying "Get off my lawn" the loudest? Oh fuck, that's tough, dude. Dude, dude we should put that up for a vote. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tony Larusa did not like that. Jose Abreu's been hit quite a few times. I don't think it was on purpose. If nah. you go back and look at the pitch, 
you know, uh, Graven was a little off uh, the whole inning and, you know, two-seam fastball. He's known for throwing his two-seamer inside. Mm. That's what he did with the Mariners so well. And and that's, you know, that's just what he does. He's 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 got a nasty two-seam fastball that rides in and he throws it hard and he gets people out with it. And sometimes yeah. it hits somebody. And I don't think it was on purpose at all. Yeah. T- uh, t- tell me, about, what do you think about, like, the Ryan Tapera talking his shit? That's that, the next thing I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Like, he was talking about that he he was kind of implying that the Astros may or may not have known what was coming just by the way they were taking certain pitches. Yeah. He, he just finds it odd that they did so well in Houston and mm-hmm. couldn't hit much in Game 3 in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, and it could and, be due to their home field advantage of knowing what's coming. Yeah. If you know the history, you know the history. Uh, I don't but, take much into it. Because they came back and put up 10 runs. Exactly. <laughs> what they they like they were like poking at the bear type yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Tapera, relief pitcher for the White Sox, insinuating they were cheating. Didn't say it directly, but insinuated it. And I don't think I don't think that was the case at all. And they showed it in game four. Yep. Came out with ten runs, mollywopped those fools. Uh White Sox Dave is an idiot. Hold on, let me stop you for a second. They mollywopped those fools, the Astros, mollywopped the White Sox after Tapera said all that, like it's kind of fun to see that. Like, dude, homeboy was like, "Those guys are cheaters," and then they go over and put 10, 10 runs in your house. Yep. It's it. Uh, how do you hate on that? You can't. Hate you can't. No, nope, you, you can't. No, you can't. Tell, no. tell me about White Sox Dave. Who the fuck is? First of all, who is White Sox Dave? Uh, I don't know who White Sox Dave is exactly. I just know that I want to say he's employed by Barstool Sports, and he's an idiot. That's what, it. What what uh, exactly makes him an idiot? So he goes and he's at the White Sox game okay. and he finds or he sees uh, John Cusack, uh-huh. who's an actor Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Chicago, yeah. you know, known Cubs fan, mm-hmm. also a White Sox fan, apparently. Yeah. And he's out of the White Sox game and he's and he's cheering on the White Sox. You know, he's got his White Sox gear and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Well, White Sox Dave apparently is is Mr. King White Sox fan. You can't get anything past White Sox Dave. <laughs> and he notices John Cusack, who has also been seen in Cubs gear, cheering on the Cubs, now at a White Sox game, cheering on the White Sox. And this gets under White Sox Dave's skin. So White Sox Dave goes on and decides to make a, a video uh, of him going up to John Cusack and supposedly letting him have it about his White Sox fanhood. And I'm just like, this guy's a freaking idiot. How does who do, who is this guy to determine who can be and who can't be a, a fan of, of a particular team? And uh, John Cusack goes on to Twitter and he's, you know, letting him have his two cents. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like Boski. Somebody comes up to you, and you're wearing I don't know, let's say, a New England Patriots hat. Okay. Okay. Because maybe the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But you like Boston sports. Okay. Yeah. And yet some random person comes up to you and says, Hey, you can't wear that hat. You're supposed to be Red Sox only. <laughs> I would take out my speaker box. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a pre recorded message that says, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking, yeah. So Cusack, you know, lets him have it and, yeah. you know, t- rips him a new one, calling him some some sweaty ass, uh, drunk ass, stinky ass, you know. Yeah. No name guy who wants to make a name for himself by yeah. doing this, this bullshit. He, he, video. he gave him the old guy spiel. He did. So <laughs> anyway, uh, White Sox Dave's an idiot. Yeah, uh, I think so. I, I, some of those Barstool guys, like, kind of are idiots. Yeah. I know, like, 
it might be contrary to popular belief. I'm not a fan of like the Frank the Tank guy. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you ever seen that. But you guy. know, that's kind of Barstool's mo, though. They like yeah. you know guys that are idiots or guys that kind of put themselves out there. Yeah, they're basic, differently than mm-hmm, they're you know. basically like the TMZ of sports in a way. Like that's the best way I could probably describe them. But uh, I mean, I only follow like a certain few oh. of Barstool. But um, anyway, well, people can go out there and watch the video on YouTube and you know determine for yourself who's right or who's wrong in this situation. Um, notes from the Red Sox: uh, Just the Kike's the man. Kike's <laughs> the man, Boski. Kike is the man. He's uh, currently in the running for a valedictorian, as we mentioned <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Kike, the graduate, is moving up in Boski's book. That, one, that, that that that's staying a lot one gray that, level at a time you might be exaggerating there <laughs> i think i'm on point right he, there boski i mean he was a scum of your like on the bottom of your shoes last season <laughs> before he even got signed by the red sox and then he gets signed by the red sox oh, and, God. <laughs> and, and know, he wears number five and always. he wears number five so, like, he decided to wear no mars jersey that's no mars jersey yeah no mars pretty no, much no one's out no one else's it's no mars it's just no mars just no more give it back to no mars just Show some respect. I don't know, man. Put but, some you know, respect on Nomar's he's name. He's putting that number to work, though. I we'll see. All right, we'll see. Only time will tell. NLDS. Um, obviously, we told you what game we were watching earlier, so you know Braves have advanced past the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Dodgers have advanced past the Giants. Before we get into Dodgers mm-hmm. Giants, Boski, Braves advanced three to one against the Brewers. Great pitching. Yes. Uh, great hitting from the Braves, especially Freddie Freeman. Uh, in game four with the eighth inning clutch go-ahead home run yeah. against Josh Hader. Lefty on lefty crime. Yeah. <laughs> Took him deep. Yeah, dude. Uh, that was nice. I'm a little disappointed in Milwaukee, man. I, I, I think they could have put up a better fight, and they just simply didn't. You're you're right. They they could have put up a better fight. Yeah. For, 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 for as good a, as a pitching staff that they had, I mean, they had Corbin Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh Peralta, Freddie Peralta, Woodruff, Brandon Woodruff. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's the reliever? Uh, you got Williams. Well, Williams, Devin Williams. Devin Williams broke his hand. He broke so his he hand. So wasn't, he wasn't he was in out. this uh, That's right. Series. We did talk about that. Um, so maybe he could have made a difference. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. I mean. It's definitely a tough pill to swallow for somebody yeah. like him. Unfortunately, um, I couldn't watch most of those games, mostly because they were early in the day. Mm-hmm. Because for whatever reason... MLB thinks nobody wants to watch Milwaukee versus Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it, but these are two very storied franchises. Yep. You know, show some respect. I mean, they just couldn't really hit much. Just two home runs out of Rowdy Tellez in the whole postseason. Of all him. guys. Oh, my God. Four RBIs from Rowdy Tellez. I, I might say I might hate that guy the most. <laughs> <laughs> they only scored six runs in those four games. Jesus. And, um, you know, their on-base percentage was... was was pretty meek, so couldn't meek <laughs> couldn't happen for them without getting on base. And the Braves advance. The Braves are a good team. Meek, <laughs> meek adjective, quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on. There you Submissive. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to call her Miss Mouse because she was so meek and mild. 
<laughs> there you well, go, there you man. Go. <laughs> there's your fact check <laughs> dictionary. There's your, there's your the word day. of the week. Uh, shoot shoot so me a meek. text or a DM or whatever the fuck with the. Use it with, in a sentence. Yeah, use it in a sentence and uh, maybe I'll shout you out next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> there you go. So, Braves are good, Brewers are not. Uh, Dodgers Giants went the full five fun, games. Fun series. A very Wasn't fun it? Se- very fun series. It um, was a great series. Very fun. I had a I had a great time watching this. Um a lot a lot of mixed mixed feelings. Dude, okay. A lot of mixed feelings. So, <laughs> you know, every game was a great game. Yes. Um it was it was a great season for both of those teams. The, the two best teams in two all of baseball in the regular teams. season. Never met in a playoff series. Yes. And it goes down on a not check swing or a check swing, however you want to look at it. Not, a, not a swing. Not a swing. Not a swing. So Boski, you say it's not a swing. Not a swing. Um, but just in before, uh, there was a, a moment previous in the ser- in the same series where Giants, the Giants batter, I don't remember who it was, but he uh, he swung. He he did a check swing, but he actually swung. It was very obvious and. Umpires did not call it. Was it the same series or was it earlier in the season? Was it earlier? Because the there season? was a time when Darren Ruff was batting mm-hmm. for the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he swung and they did not call it a swing. That, well, that just goes to show how much of a uh, Giants slash Dodgers. <laughs> I think that's the one you're referring to. And oh, that yeah. was earlier in the season. Yeah, and, look at look at shout out to Instagram because like they post all this shit as it happens. Yeah. You know, shout out to those guys that are on top of that shit. <laughs> those real. motherfuckers, they got some talent, man. Like they have uh, yeah, they, they, these us old heads, like we're just like, yeah, that's. I'm dope. pretty sure they have a contest to see who can post it first. Maybe, like they have a competition Maybe. with each other, like Maybe. who can post it first. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw somebody post it before it even happened. Uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I need their skills. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Straight uh, up. <laughs> so yeah, that happened earlier in the season, and everybody's saying that. Oh well, you know that check swing gave Ma- the Giants the the division it gave them the division and blah 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 so it's kind of <laughs> like an eye for an eye well nah, I mean, but then but then giants fans will be like well that trick swing did end our season yeah it ended our season and we probably could have come back against max scherzer he was gonna leave one down the middle i don't Dang. know that that would have happened i don't know either i mean you're talking about max scherzer this guy wants to throw the ball at your fucking face well, just so that you're scared in the box. It's either that first base umpire that called it a swing, Gabe mm-hmm. Morales, either fucked your season or he saved you from further pain. Maybe. It was either or. Yeah. <laughs> either or, I guess. So, and nonetheless, the Dodgers win that series three games to two. And post game, Cody Bellinger says that they took it in the butt twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's the pitcher? That was Logan Webb that he Logan was referring Webb. to. Logan Webb, yeah. He spun his web twice on yeah. these guys. He said he shoved it up our butt twice. And a good, shout out to Lauren Shahadi because she kept it together when he said that. Dude, that shit's funny. I don't I mean, I don't I don't see how anybody could keep it together after that. <laughs> she held Especially it together. like as professional as they yeah. try to become like act yeah. on screen. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Good I'd have been good stuff. Up. It, it it was great TV. Good for memes, all that good shit. If I was Lauren Shahadi, I'd have been like, really, Cody? Really? Up the butt? Twice? So tell me how to feel. Do you think MLB would have been like, what the fuck, Lauren? Why are you saying that shit? Come on, I mean, Shahadi. Maybe, yeah, for egging it on. You know. <laughs> That's, you know, they need to do more of that. Yeah, right? They need to do more of that. Like, just, just, just be normal. Why you got to be so goddamn professional all the time? Yeah. He wanted you know? to say ass. But he should have said ass. That would have been better. Because it was ass. 
It was <laughs> twice <laughs> sideways. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh man, he could have said pee hole. Ew. Poo hole? Like the no the pee hole. Poo. Maybe that's that's why he didn't say pee hole because then that uh, that would have generated an uh reaction. Ew, it's like, like ouch. What's going through your mind? Indeed. So uh, Dodgers advance. They are going to play for uh, another World Series title if they can get past the Braves, which right now Dodgers <laughs> Braves in the NLCS down two games to none <laughs> in Atlanta on walk-offs, back-to-back walk-offs. And yeah, one was a normal walk-off this yeah. last one. Yeah, Ooh. don't know. That's a little tougher one to swallow. Was, for Dodger I'm just gonna fans. say Corey Seager has a hole in his glove. Yikes! And uh, and uh, Kenley Jansen, KJ, KJ, <laughs> um, cool Joe. He, he <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's, it seems like it's just more reason for Dodgers fans to hate him because he threw one pitch. He threw one. It pitch. wasn't even his fault. Exactly. Like, no man, <laughs> game two. He's not the guy that put the guy on second. What the fuck? <laughs> he wasn't trying to. Yeah. He wasn't at shortstop catching a baseball. Ugh, stupid. Yeah, game two did not go their way. <laughs> don't uh, don't hate Canley Jansen. It's not his fault. He he did actually really really well this year. He still blew a few games, and the Dodger fans made sure to let him know that he blew those games. But nonetheless, this postseason he's been really solid. Like I don't think he's given up any runs this postseason. Uh, I, I maybe one or two hits this whole postseason, but he's at least holding it down uh, on his end. The Dodgers bullpen, you know, still doing their thing, not giving up many runs, but it takes plays like that, you know, hard hit balls for the other team to make a mistake and walk off with the win. And that's what the Braves did this game. They got uh, the walk off win in game one with Austin Riley coming up clutch, that double down the left field line, uh, which followed his solo home run earlier in the game, uh, tied the game for the Braves, and there you go. Now you're in a position to to go into L.A. with a two-game lead. To make a really great comeback. Yep. They are set up for that. But a quick shout-out to Kenley Jansen, Kenley by the Jansen. way. In the season, he he pitched in 69 games. Ooh, nice. nice. And he had an ERA of deuces. There you go. That is all. How that many is- how many runs has he given up in the postseason though? That's what I want to know. Mm. Like I want to say this playoff run for the Dodgers, like he's been really, really solid. All right, let's see. In uh, in NLDS, uh, had a one and zero record, pitched in two games, uh, pitched two innings, five strikeouts, six batters faced. Uh, yeah, so he's got, and then against Atlanta, he had one strikeout uh, with one inning pitched. Yeah, it seems like he's got four innings in the postseason, yeah. nine strikeouts, that, zero ERA, point mm-hmm. five WHIP. Yeah, because the his, the inherited runner was uh, who was pitching before him, Gratterall. Mm-hmm. It was Gratterall that was Gratterall. pitching before him. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was supposed to go to Boston, by the way, for Mookie from oh. the Twins? Uh, they could keep him. It's all good. <laughs> they could have him. You keep you keep that little. A little thing over there. Yeah. <laughs> so this could be uh, Kenley Jansen's best postseason performance since 2017 when he had mm-hmm. a 1.62 ERA in 13 games, 16.2 innings pitched with uh, how many strikeouts? 20 strikeouts. Yikes. 20 strikeouts. One point, uh, I'm sorry, a 138 batting average against, which right now, He's got a one four three batting average against. So Kenley Jansen 
holding it down for the Dodgers. You know, Dodger fans, be grateful you got somebody like him in the back end of the bullpen. Uh, maybe to blow a game later in the World Series, but not yet, at least. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. You gotta get. You gotta get there first, man. <laughs> Either way, um, another thing: Justin Turner sitting out the game with a sore neck. Boski, would you play through a sore neck? You're goddamn right. I'm playing through a sore neck. Uh, look. <laughs> what, what, what's that shot that like numbs the pain? Um, I don't know. Uh, Tequila. <laughs> The wrong shot. <laughs> but yeah, give me a cortisone shot. There you go. And give me some tequila. Let's fucking play ball. I'm going to fuck. <laughs> I'm making, I'm making, how much, you know what? Then how much money is Justin Turner, Turner making? He's probably at 18 mil Let's this see. year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so nonetheless, yeah. Keep yeah. going. I'll, he I'll he did come back. Right he now. did come in into the game and uh, show up as a pinch hitter at least. Mm. So if you um, can pinch hit, you can play all game. Fuck that. I whatever he's making, he's making too much. So yeah, he came in later on as a pinch hitter and got beaned. He's making twelve million dollars this mil. year. There you go. Jesus, he got Christ. beaned. So uh, he was able to come into the game. Nonetheless, though, hopefully he should be ready for them in game three, which is going to happen on Tuesday. They got an off day on Monday. Red Sox. Hold Red up. Sox. Justin Turner played for the Oreos. <laughs> he did. Too funny. Red yeah. Sox. Red Sox uh, play tomorrow, Monday, game three yes. against Houston. Which is tonight for those of you listening on the day this drops. That's true. And they are playing in Boston. Oh, buddy. Home field advantage. Oh, 1-1 series. Red go. Sox have... I want to say they have home field advantage in this now. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, you know, it depends on what happens, but... yeah. Uh, the Fenway faithful are very vicious, but it's now a five game series, you know, and they have three home games. Mm -hmm. So if, if it needed to go that far, I'm sure that they could hold it down. Uh, but yeah, Red Sox looking deadly Astros looking deadly. It's, it's definitely going to be a fun series. They're probably going to go seven. You think so? They, it, if the universe would have its way, it will go seven. Because okay. because the universe revolves around me sometimes, um, <laughs> as far as the Red Sox are concerned. <laughs> so, uh, it, it as wants, your wife probably rolls her uh, eyes right now, if probably. Um, you know, if the universe wants to like laugh and make fun of me, then it's gonna go seven so that they can see my misery. And stress that stress <laughs> you out. Yeah, like I don't need more gray hairs, but I'll happily take them. There you go. You know, because like, why else watch your team? all season long if it's not going to be entertaining for you i don't know what's going to be more stressful for you boski the red Sox in the playoffs or raising two girls <laughs> one of the two is going to be the most well if all if all goes to plan one will be done before the other <laughs> <laughs> so the red Sox, um yeah game three tomorrow five o'clock you got rodriguez eduardo rodriguez yep. going against jose, jose Urquidy. Uh, Orkidi's good man. He is. He, he's real underrated. But, I feel like he's underrated. A lot of people don't don't know what's cracking with him. But uh, I had him on my fantasy teams. I said it last week. The the Astros yeah. definitely did hold down the the rotation for mm-hmm. for a good while this season since they didn't have Verlander and mm-hmm. they didn't have Garrett Cole mm-hmm. and Zach Greinke wasn't exactly his best all season. Nope. But they replaced those guys with people like Jose Orkidi. Yes. Uh, Christian Gar- Javier, Luis, Luis Garcia, Garcia mm-hmm. 
And who else am I missing? Uh, you're thinking, you're probably thinking of Framber Valdez, but Framber Valdez, he was there last season. Though. Okay, but nonetheless, those guys, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much did the job that you would expect out of Verlander and Cole, which is mm-hmm. keep your team in the game, yes. and let the lineup and, and do so- the work. Something that uh, that that you, I don't know if you're overlooking, but uh, everybody's favorite Astros pitcher, Lance McMuffin. Oh, I know about McCullers. Yeah, Lance McMuffin. M- Lance McMuffin. He. It's off the roster because he's injured. The the Astros are definitely looking a little more vulnerable on the pitching side mm-hmm. because he is off the roster for the CS uh, McCullers, who's dealing with a, a elbow injury. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, game Ooh, two, I you love, had I love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> on game two, you had the uh, injury to Luis Garcia. Yes, he came out. Came out. So of the game. so he gives up a grand slam. Mm-hmm. I have a theory. So he gives up a grand slam, and then he's not looking too good. And they're like, hey, man, you got to fake an injury. <laughs> you got to fake it because you ain't, you ain't looking too good. Um, we got to make it to the World Series. But if you come out with an injury, we don't put you on the disabled list. But you're injured. Uh, we, you think that's how that went down? We put we put in fucking uh, Odoritzi. What's up with these all, the, all these last names, bro? They're all fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> McMuffin, you know, that's, that's just the cultural or, or, or That's just the cultural diversity MLB is dealing uh, with. Uh, which I, which I love. I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, like, too many. It's too many odd last names for me. Uh, too many tongue twisters. Like, like I need like some last names like Smith and <laughs> Johnson, Rodriguez, or <laughs> or Rodriguez, or yeah. or whatever. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, so we were talking <laughs> about McCullers, and uh, you know. I, I forgot to. So anyway, <laughs> oh, my theory, my theory, your theory. So, uh, Garcia comes out and they're like, let's put in fucking what's his face. Order. Order. Excuse my wine. Uh, order. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, after the grand slam, Garcia gives up. Order. gives up another grand slam and yeah. back to back innings. First time in postseason history. Two grand slams. Two grand slams in one game. And not only in one game, but in back-to-back innings. Like, I, I could just imagine what you were going through in that moment. You probably weren't watching it. <laughs> I wasn't watching it. You weren't it. watching it. I was in the middle of, like, cutting my hair. <laughs> you were getting sprinkled. I was getting sprinkled with a baby shower. <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's just uh, those those are the kind of guys, though, that need to come through if they're going to have a chance against the Red Sox. I mean, Jake Odorizzi... Uh, he did have a really good season last year, or at least in 2019, with the Twins. He went 15 and seven yes. with a 3.51 ERA, 159 innings pitched, struck out 178, and yet this year for Houston, he went six and seven with a 4.21 ERA, which is crazy because I I remember in the off season I was like Boston needs to get this guy. Mm-hmm. We I mm-hmm. I was like yes we we need Odorizzi yeah and you know hindsight's 2020. He's a smart pitcher. He's a smart pitcher. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Don't want him. Don't. Keep him. <laughs> you can have him. Keep him. So and, and also he's he uh he started his season pretty late. Oh, okay. He didn't he didn't have a spring training. They signed him. I I think it's mostly because he signed late. Yeah, know? but you know, it's a long season. You have plenty of time to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, had the worst ERA since uh, two thousand eighteen with the twins when he went seven and ten with a four four nine ERA. But still, his MLB career average ERA is under four. So you'd expect something like that, uh, at least, you know, for him out of Houston. The Astros have been known to get the best out of some of their pitchers, as Boski's dying over here. 
Excuse my wine. Bozki <laughs> can't handle his drink. Yeah, I hit me in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jake Odorizzi, uh, not going to be a difference maker for the Astros, it looks like. They do need those types of guys to be difference makers if they're going to beat the Ast- the Red Sox. And so uh, that's pretty much all I got for ALCS, NLCS, talk, Boski. Um, it's going to be a close, close one. I feel like we're going to have some clarity as to who's going to be in the World Series before the end of this week. So by the Indeed, next recording, yeah. we'll have some... We'll have some uh, some opinions on how those games went. Oh, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> as as of right now, up until today, it's been it's been fun baseball, fun baseball for sure. There hasn't been too many blowouts. Uh, I mean, there was one, like, you know, with the with the White Sox getting smoked. Yeah. Um, but you know, my favorite word now, nonetheless, because you say it often. <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. It, baseball's been fun. I look forward to getting home and watching watching the games and stuff. Yep. I don't like when the games are on at like for us on the West Coast is at two PM. Like who the fuck is gonna be at home watching baseball at two PM? I mean, why not run these games concurrently? We live in a world <laughs> where you can have two TVs on your fucking wall. You know? We also live in a world where you can remotely watch the games. Yes. So maybe it doesn't matter what time the game's at. The games can run concurrently, so you can watch them at the same time. Imagine the gray hairs you're going to get. Imagine two Game 7s at the exact same time. Bro. How fun would that be? I don't know, man. I'd have a hard time watching both because I'd want to focus on them individually, and yet I wouldn't be able to. I could do it, man. I could totally do it. I mean, of course, you're going to pay attention to, like, for me, I, I would... In my specific case, I'm going to watch the Red Sox more than I'm going to watch the other series. Mm-hmm. Who's playing? Dodgers, Dodgers, Braves. Who's playing? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my wine. But uh, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, like, why not run them concurrently? And then everybody could be like, holy shit, what's about to happen? And then imagine two instant comeback walk-offs. And then you're like, oh, shit. Imagine just imagine. that'd be great to imagine. That would be Dude, that'd great. That'd be fucking. That would be amazing. Dope. I mean, I, okay. We also live in a world where you you could do that, right? You know, you just don't watch both games, and then you have to play them at the same time on the replay. You cut yourself off completely from social media. You could do it. You could, but eh. yeah, I don't know. How much discipline do you have? I guess, though, you know, the problem is, though, like, you know, a lot of people have kids. And so if you've got two TVs on on your wall and you've got kids, unfortunately, one of them is going to be dedicated to Coco Melon and the other one is is (laughs) going to be is going to be baseball or or is Baby Shark still a thing? Baby Shark's still a thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Baby Shark, I watched something on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, It's called uh, Baby. It says like Baby Shark is adopted. (laughs) (laughs) go check that out baby shark is adopted look it up (laughs) or baby shark identifies as gender neutral is that a thing too no i hope not (laughs) i mean if it is cool but no i don't know yeah i see i see this shit on my feet i was like whoa it's by um film theory that is good shit film theory some good shit man Go, go, go check that shit out which by the way my wife pointed out one thing uh that was pretty interesting to me recently blippy put out a new video He's been putting out new videos. Blippy's dope as but, fuck. <laughs> but Blippy is now played by somebody else. Yes. Yeah. I guess like the main guy. I follow the main guy's Instagram. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he's a freak. Dude's a fucking entrepreneur as fuck. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's a freaking weirdo. Yeah, he looks like a weirdo. Well, you got to be a bit of a weirdo to do that job. Yeah, but you know, I he's don't kinda, know. He's kind of like the Blues Clues guy. But you don't you don't know why he's like a weirdo weirdo, do you? No. Oh. Do you? I do. Please. In, in, no, I, let's indulge I in that. Take, I can't talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Maybe well, off pod. Yeah, okay, we can talk off pod. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but, uh, but none, nonetheless. Nonetheless. But, uh, Blippi's uh, some good child content. Mm-hmm. So if you know about excavators or your child knows about excavators, then you know where it came from. Yep, that's right. <laughs> hey, dirt, see you later. <laughs> so, <laughs> very nice. The you know I'm pretty sure the Red Sox fans or the people on the East Coast can yeah. do without the eight o'clock games because it's five o'clock our time when yeah, like for example tomorrow Monday the game is at eight o'clock on on their time on the East Coast yeah. and it's five o'clock our time in yes. fact it's at eight o eight their time <laughs> the game is definitely gonna go on so till is midnight. it at five o five for us huh five o eight oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> and so. The game's definitely going to get into, like, the midnight hour, I think, tomorrow. Oh, man. And that a, is brutal a, for a the Fenway, East Coasters. A Fenway game? Ugh, yeah. It's... At night? That night? Uh, like, it's going to be cold? Dude, I got to go to work the next day. Well, actually, I might have jury duty, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see We'll, yeah. we'll see what that's going to be so, like, so though, night game. Shout out to postseason baseball. Shout out to postseason so, baseball. Shout out to... The guys that are just hitting walk-offs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it it's hard. It's so fucking hard to focus on in a, the postseason on too. a ninety-nine mile an hour fastball. Well, the the aggregate fastball in the postseason these days in the late oh innings. My gosh, bro, dude, these guys are throwing fucking. No wonder these hitters suck. Gas. No wonder the hitters have yeah, such dude. a hard time hitting that shit because that's it's nasty. It, you, I mean, it's guesswork. It's it has to be guesswork. I really do like the angle. Uh, from, I think it's uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. Or are they using drones? I was gonna ask you. Are you uh, are they using drones in these in these games? I haven't seen any, but I know yeah. I have seen like the uh, you know the sideline cameras yes, that yes. kind of go side to side. They're, they're very unique and like they they have a or baseline camera. Whether they're using very good gimbals with very good cameras or their drones, like it mm. it, it looks good, man. It looks but good. I like the I like the overhead shots like uh, from center field. I think it's Houston and Atlanta that do it that do it because you can really see how the pitch kind of moves in and out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you know it's a two seamer or a slider, like Charlie Morton's slider looks that much nastier. It's filthy from that camera angle. Uh, Chris Sale is he throwing next game? Oh, dude, Char- Charlie uh, Morton. Chucky Moe is so sexy. Let's see, post- let's see him in the postseason, dude. He's must watch in the postseason. Charlie Morton yeah. is uh, expected to go game three against okay, so Walker talking. Bueller. Ooh, that's gonna be a one nothing game. I wonder what tickets cost. I'm off on Tuesday, Boski. I'm not. Oh, and you know what? That's a two p.m. game, huh? Yeah, it is. That's a two p.m. game because then on Wednesday, another so- another Sox reference. They 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 flop their schedules. Yeah. The the Sox and the Sox and uh, Astros have the two o'clock game. Yep. Boo, West Coast time. Yeah. This sucks. I, I might, I might, I might call home, uh, come home early from work just to watch. Uh, depending on the situation, don't you know? put that out there in the in the in the podcast atmosphere, Boski, because somebody out there is going to listen to it and, and they work with you, and they're going to be like, Boski's going to call out. I don't give a fuck. 
I, I mean, I, I bet you five bucks ain't nobody gonna call me five out. Five bucks? <laughs> Don't nobody know Boski? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, only the re- only real ones know know Boski. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Razor who played in uh, the first game of a three game championship series. Oh. In the San Bernardino Veterans is League. Is that what it is? It's a three game set. That's, okay. Best of three. Okay. Uh, they were up six nothing in this game. They and were they, up six they, nothing, and they lost. And they gave up the lead. Oh my Late god! Late in the game, they were down nine six, and they finished that score oh, nine six. I'd be so pissed. Oh, he's pissed. Pissed. Oh, he's pissed. But he says they're ready to come back for game two. Damn, they're come out smashing game Damn. two. Damn, that, that's tough, man. That, that's a tough loss. You're up six nothing at yeah. whatever point in the game. Yeah, you lose nine to six. Not only do you give up six runs, you give up three more. Mm. Dude, the score was six to nine. Nice. Shout out to Razor. <laughs> Shout out to the Razor. But uh, they'll come out in game two swinging the sticks. Maybe Rube can uh, help you guys out next season. You yeah, little Rube. He's you gonna, hear about little Rube one yeah, day? He's going to start his throwing program again. Oh, gosh. What do I you mean, think? You think it's going to happen? He can at least throw a 60 feet. <laughs> six inches. I don't know about the six inches, but at least 60 feet. <laughs> at least 60 feet. Yeah. You ever seen uh, the opening scene in Major League Three? You know how the pitcher kind of like like takes like six like a six inch mm, step nah, forward. Yeah, you got you, Yeah, he plays Major for the for the buzz. He plays yeah. it's like the oldest dirt veteran. <laughs> and uh yeah, he he's pitching, but like you can tell that he's cheating because uh, yeah, when he goes there's wind up, he likes to take a bit of a step forward after I see. like out of the wind up before he he releases. Mm. And it, yeah, go watch it. Well, I hope that's not Rube. Hope he doesn't need those extra six inches. <laughs> he needs a cutoff, man. <laughs> we'll see, man. Hopefully, Rube gets it down, man. I mean, I'd like to see him back on the mound one day. One day. We'll see if it happens. The, the fuck, Rube? <laughs> Maybe it'll inspire uh, me to get my catcher's gear. and Oh, shit. And get back behind a, a plate for a bullpen session. You, both of you both of you need to get back on to long toss. Both, yeah, and then Bosey can be at the plate and finish this one for three uh, oh, debate. Oh, jeez. Put it on camera. Just serve it up meat. Put it on video. Five <laughs> at bats. I can do that. Five at bats. I can do that. Against Rube. Or make it make it like a best of five series. Or a best of seven series. So like what, thirty at bats? A no, game? A or? Best of, no, like best of seven series, meaning like maybe you get seven A Bs. The first A B, if you get like what we would determine to be a hit, that counts as a win. <clears throat> And if okay. he gets you out on the second it's second loss. at beat, that's it. That, it's a loss. Exactly. Oh man, talk about patience. I think he, damn, that's an advantage for the pitcher. So, uh, you know, that, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. So I basically have to hit five hundred to win. Essentially, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Boski, you're already one for three. I'm, I mean, I'm down. I'm yeah. down. I've I've already won. I, I mean, you. I'm down. But whatever. We'll shout, see. Shout out, Rube. Uh, you could uh, go three for seven, <laughs> have some awesome numbers, but still lose. What if you go three for seven with like three jacks, like <laughs> with, with a wood pack? Okay, that's safe to say. That's, that's a win right there. Uh, yeah, I'd like, say if you take him deep, like that's the end right there. That's I, it. I got to take him deep once. Just once. <laughs> it's easy. Just once. This shit is easy, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's cool. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see uh, Rube on the on the bump again. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, shout out to Rube for uh, making a comeback. Yeah, we'll we'll see when. Don't don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback until he's actually on the mound. There you go. So anyway, well, shit, man. I mean, that's all I got for this one, Boski. It's not much much else to talk about. I mean, not much else. We're in postseason baseball. There's two games on a day, roughly. 
Oh, you know? KBO. The KBO season is coming to is an end. Is it back? Yeah. KBO. It's... Here, let me pull up the KBO standings real quick. Oh, shit. You know what? Shout out to the KBO. They, yeah, man. They gave us some content. They got us through the they pandemic. They got us through. They got us through for for a, a good a good amount they of time. They sure did. Um, and shout out. Do they still have the sword trophy? I think so. The sword? Yeah. Dude, the sword was pretty fucking dope. Like, who has a sword as a trophy? Like, you, you take this big ass Conan sword. <laughs> if you know Conan the Conqueror or Conan the Barbarian, yeah, depending on who you are, uh, big ass Conan sword, big old Barbarian waving around the biggest, heaviest sword of all time, mm-hmm. like like a samurai. Yeah, dude. <sighs> I forget what sport it is, but it, it, I'm pretty sure it's Little League. Yeah, bigger, faster, stronger. That that's all you need to know. <laughs> Uh, the KT Wiz at seventy three and fifty three, oh, the leading the wait, wait, the Wiz, the Wiz. Weren't they? Like, they struggled last year in twenty twenty. Weren't they dead no, last? Actually, for... no. They were eighty one and sixty two last year. Oh fuck! Yeah, they it, are uh, seventy three and fifty. It was the Dinos right that the Dinos, right? Yeah, yeah the dinos. NC Dinos right now are at sixty two and sixty. I almost call them the DC Dinos. E. Speaking of DC, uh, do you watch a lot of DC shit? Nope. Batman stuff. No, nope. dude, I'm Marvel. Your Marvel? I uh, probably lost a lot of listeners for that. Oh but I'm, man, I'm more Marvel uh, nah, than DC. Nah, I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's pretty split. Um, that that Batman trailer. Oh, did you watch that? Oh, fuck. Are you really all about it? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I oh. like me some glittery Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a boyfriend too? Uh, if he wants to have one, like he's <laughs> gonna be, totally he's gonna cool. beat you up if you're against it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Go find out where you live. Oh shit. But he gonna kiss you first. <laughs> he's gonna be like. I'm vengeance. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Stick his bat tongue down your throat. Oh, ugh. or up your butt, depending on who you are. <laughs> Cody Bellinger, he'll take it. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, uh, KBO, KT Wiz, top yeah. of the top. Yeah, yeah, KT Wiz atop in the 2021 so far. You got Samsung at 73 and 56. Who's Samsung? The Lions? Samsung Lions, okay. the LG Twins. That was your team. My guy. Those are my guys. They're yeah. 69 and 54. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Doosan Bears at 65 and 62. Damn. The SSG Landers, formerly the SK Wyverns. Okay. I was going to say that's a new team. Okay. 62 and 61. The Kiwoom Heroes, 64, 65. NC Dinos, 62 and 63. The Lot Giants, 62 and 68. The Kia Tigers, 52 and 71. And the Hanwha Golden Eagles holding down last place. <laughs> holding down. 48 and 77. They, they were in last place last year. They right? were in yeah. last place last season. 46 and 95. Dude, last look season. at it. Ain't nobody talking about this this stuff that we're talking about, man. Nah, dude. KBO is where is that, man? You know, Chris Flexen came from the KBO That's right. last year. A lot, a lot, a lot of players. Um, Shinsu Chu is in there right now, playing for the SSG Landers. You know what, Shinsu Chu, big time on base guy. Yep. still making his money. Deho Lee. Deho Lee. Deho Lee still holding it down, I think, in the uh, KBO. And yeah, man, Deho Lee uh, was with the Mariners. Mm. They had um uh they had that chant in the in in the stadiums, uh they would be like Dale, Dale. That's it. They would do that. Mike, <laughs> Mike Montgomery <laughs> went to the KBO. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. threw a fit and he threw his jersey out on the field. Mm. Got kicked out of he, a game. He he's the one back. that threw the rosin bag at the umpire. <laughs> he <right>? has, yeah, <laughs> he has not come back. 
Yeah, go check that out. He just grabs the rosin bag and just just hooks it at the fucking umpire. First of all, what the umpire even say to get a rosin bag thrown I at him? Don't even know. Imagine, imagine the stories like like professional umpires have. <laughs> right? They, they they got. I'm sure they got some professional umpires. Right. You know, not you know, not these Sunday league umpires. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Professionals. Because those stories are probably worse. <laughs> Dude, Deho Lee hitting 282 with 18 homers, 74 RBIs, and he's 39. He's holding it down over there. Dude, still. that's like that's Guriel status, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but man. that's the KBO for you, man. That's Korea. Speaking of Korea, are you watching Squid Games? I have not watched the Squid <laughs> Any Games. Any interest in I, watching Squid Games? I have plenty of it. I like gory shit. <laughs> I'm into all that. It doesn't bother me when I yeah? sleep. Like, I'm go. good. I'm good with it. Like, I want to watch it, but I think this one I'm going to have to watch by myself. You so, might have to. Yeah. I have been. I have been. Yeah, the okay. wife's not into it. You recommend it? I'd say it's an interesting storyline. That's for okay. sure. You know? Okay. Uh, I'd say it's worth It's worth a gander. Worth a gander. You worth know, a gander. That's dope, dude. Like, I'm going to check it out. But you know what else is worth a gander? What's that? Uh, I was on another podcast earlier this week. You were, and you I were. was listening to it. Ah, oh, <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Yeah, dude, I was a, I was a guest. I think I was the guest host, like host, mm-hmm. host, like it was unintentional. Uh, on uh, Monday's hangout. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Ruben and Jonathan, the captain and the dick or mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they were in town because you know we're good friends. You know, if you haven't put those two things together, then you're dumb. But if you're not dumb. <laughs> You know, uh, then you know that we're we're pretty good friends. We met through, we actually met through YouTube, as a matter of fact. Oh yeah, yeah, like long, long, long time ago. I was like into the YouTube thing and shit. Mm-hmm. Into but, the uh, YouTube, YouTube. Uh, go check that out. There's uh, vlogs up there. That, that there's one pending. It's gonna be out November probably. Damn. <laughs> uh, that's the Seattle trip yeah. that we uh, did earlier in September yep. about a month ago, right? No. Damn, dude. Already that, a month. That's bro. crazy. And haven't haven't got that shit out. Anyways, I, I was on that podcast. Uh, had a lot of fun. Yeah, had a lot of fun. We were. Uh, it was more of a drunk cast, you know, <laughs> a bit, a bit. But uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, links to their the podcast. Fest. Yeah, the links to their podcast is down in. Do the, they partake uh, in the, in the smoke? Uh, half of the crew does. Nice. There you go. Yeah, you missed out, man. You I guys missed him. out. I owe them the smoke. Yeah, you guys missed out. Maybe next time we're in Arizona, I think that's how it might play out. Uh, I think next time we're out there. I'm there. bringing the smoke. There you go. Just Shout not out. the gummies. No, no, no. <laughs> no tender huggy coals, please. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so shout out to them. For uh, sure. Appreciate them having me on. For sure. Even, even, even though I facilitated the entire thing for them. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, we we didn't intend on, mm-hmm. on recording anything. We are just, you know, like, let's hang out, let's catch up. Flap the top. And then, yeah, and then it just kind of happened and, Monday's hangout. Monday's hangout. That's where Boski was. Yeah, so if you're degenerate and you like degenerate shit, go listen to that. Make friends with that dark voice in your head. Yes, please. Everybody needs a balance. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, worth a listen. Worth a gander. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what would be the equivalent? Like, gander, like, you're going to gander with your eyes. So, like, what would you do with your ears? Uh, like, an, like an eavesdrop? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I think you can use gander for both vision mm. and hearing. Well, it's a it's a verb for sure. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. gander over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Gander I, definition. <laughs> number one, a male goose. <laughs> uh, really? A gander is a, a male, male goose, goose, number one. <laughs> so it's worth a male goose. 
<laughs> Shout out to all you male gooses out there. <laughs> and uh, number two, as a verb, it would be to look or glance at something. So ah. I guess maybe it is just for so, your eyes. Oh, okay, so we need some for your ears. So if you know the verb for your ears, yeah, uh, hit us up. There you go. All right. All right. That's, That's all I got for this episode, Boski. Same. I ain't got much else. But I got my five books. Five books. Love it. <laughs> all right, Let's man. Get the fuck out of here, Boski. All right. I can't get out of here. It's my house. No, you get the fuck out of here. I'll get out of here. All right. All right. I'm gone. Peace. Peace. Peace.